1: And three hundred and sixty-five day returns.
2: Hello, everyone. Welcome again to another edition of Insane in the Fem Brain.
0: Insane in the uh, fem brain.
2: Hello, everybody. I hope you're doing well. I hope everything's fine. And uh, where, wherever you are in the world, I hope you're. I hope you're, you're doing okay. It's a, It's still. It's still. Still, you know, we still we're getting there slowly but surely. We're coming out of the woods, hopefully. Um, anyway, it's. I hope you're well. Uh, this week on Insane in the Fembrain and thank you to everybody that's taking the time to listen and to message. I'm really. I'm. Um, it, it's. It's been so well received. Uh, the the Insane in the Fembrain uh, It's it's beyond. Beyond anything we imagined, it's been really nice. So thank you to everybody for taking the fake time to listen and, and, and to message, and 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 uh, and you know, it's been that much of a success. I, I think we're going to do we're going to do some more in the future. So um, look out for that. My guest this week uh, is the wonderful Desiree Birch. I, I I've I've worked with Desiree a couple of times. She kind of to me anyway she sort of she sort of appeared out of nowhere and bang, she was everywhere and it and it's really good to see. She's an amazing, amazing woman. And I, it was again the, the you know the, the reason we started Insane in the Fembrain was because, you know, I needed to talk to more women, talk to more strong, independent women that sort shit out and get things done. Cause I don't really know much about women. So we thought that that's, so that's what we do. Um, and Desiree is such an impressive woman. She's been on all the TV shows. She's, she does inc- She's been in, doing incredible solo shows. She's an incredible woman. And it was a real joy to have her down and having a talk to her. I say have her down. We She was in her own house. We were still locked in. Um, it was a real joy to talk to her. I'm waffling now. Anyway, here's Desiree Birch.
3: I'm glad this is all good. I'm excited to do it. I swear to God, I'm going to work up a personality. It's going to be great.
2: <laughs> it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. Thank you for taking the time. I really appreciate it.
3: Sure. Um, I cool. mean, sounds exciting, all the stuff that you're working on. Do you know what well, I mean? It's just, so yeah. Cool. Thanks
2: for asking me. No, it's my pleasure. It's just, um, yeah, I, 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 we actually, I really, I, we were talking, Jade and I were talking a little while ago. And yeah. we were saying about how a lot of men, it takes a certain kind of person to be in a relationship with someone who's quite, who's larger than life, right? Yes, and, and yes, because I know my dad. My I love my dad. He's but he struggles with strong women.
0: Mm, yeah, a lot. And of a lot guys of do.
2: Not, yeah, a lot of men do. But I didn't even realise that. It was, I am just attracted to women that don't, that don't take any shit, which does, which is good because I I will take the piss if you let me. Not, yeah. not, not on purpose, but subconsciously. I won't even know I'm doing it, but I'll kind well, of I mean, push the boundaries. Of, yeah. Is
3: that a like contrary in nature that comes with being uh, a comic or somebody who kind of pushes society's buttons or is that just particular to you? You know, like, I, think, I feel yeah. like a lot of us are kind of naturally contrary or, uh, you know, push buttons yeah. in, in certain uh, uh, avenues. I, I'm curious: uh, was your mom a strong woman, or no? Like, uh, what you? I mean, obviously, she's a mother, yeah. so there's a certain amount of strength that comes with that. But like, of would course, you say that yeah. she was a sort of brassy type, or was she the opposite? You know,
2: no, not really. I mean, she uh, she did a she had a full time job. But she was mostly doing nights, but then she'd make sure mm-hmm. that the house was dealt with. You know, it was like an old fashioned kind Mm of relationship so she wasn't a wallflower but at the same time she didn't she wasn't like she wasn't like jade or yourself where you know that's because sometimes i have to say jade can you fucking bring it in a little bit you know i get it but (laughs) sometimes (laughs) and she's like and what and i'm like yeah all right fair
3: enough (laughs) yeah i mean the i the the, sort of what you've said about uh being attracted to women who don't take any shit basically Mm. i mean is uh i think the that is predicated on a woman who has necessarily received a lot of shit. So, like, do you feel like what you're attracted to is someone who has kind of faced struggle and surmounted it, you know? Not that all humans don't face struggle, but some of us face a lot more of it than others. Mm. And those of us who survive that tend to have to come out stronger as a result if we're going to come out yeah. it, you know or a little bit more like on the defense or even on the offense as a form of defense right so yes. which is kind of what you're talking about and it, do you think it's that that set of experiences that are kind of indicative of someone's personality that you are drawn
2: to I think I think it, it, it these yeah people seem to have gone people that I've been in relationships with have gone through certain amount of uh, strife, trouble and strife in their life. And, and that's made them who they are, but I'm not, I'm not attracted to them because they've gone through that shit. I'm attracted to yeah. the person that lived through that shit and went, well, I won't be taking that anymore. And kind well, of, yeah. do you know what I mean? And that's, yeah. A lot and of people you know. go
3: through shit and sort of kind of walk around of, You know, uh, well, I'm constantly suffering with these things. Like there's some people who find their identities in sort of suffering or being underneath it, you know, and there's some people who find their identities in, like, you know, I mean... I guess it's arguable how much living in reaction to something means that you're free from it, you know, because ultimately a lot of times you see uh, monsters where they're just sort of shadows. You know, a lot Mm. of times I think when you've been through things, you are extra on the offense about things. And so, you know, you can kind of hyper react to things, but it's simply because you're like that's the seed that grows into something horrible. And I've seen that Mm. horrible thing, you know, and like no one's coming to my rescue. And it's great when you finally get into a relationship with someone who is like, I would like to try to come to your rescue sometimes, you know, and trying to be able to make room for that is difficult, you know, just to make room for yourself to be like, to like feel the hurt of something and have someone be like, I see that and I want to help or protect you or do something about it as opposed to you doing it for yourself all of the time.
2: Yes. I want you to trust that I'm going to be there. If, if shit happens, you don't have to, you don't have to feel like you, you know, cause sometimes Jade will, Jade will let things fester, you know, she won't be dealing with stuff. And I'm like, "What? something's going on, what's going on? You know, and then it takes us to have an argument for her to say, look, I'm really stressed out about this thing, but I didn't know what to do. And I didn't know, and, and I'm like, you don't have to deal with it on your own. You can tell me, you know, and then, because, you know, that sort of thing. I want you to, I want you to, I think we do have that relationship where Jade does trust me enough to know that if the shit really hit the fan, I'd be there. She yeah. doesn't have to do it all on her own, but every now it, and again, it, takes it builds a up. You know? Yeah, yeah, of undoing
3: yeah. that kind of, you know, if you learn from a very young age that like, no one's coming, you know, mm. which many of us do, it's just like, no one's coming for you, you know? So yeah. now what? It's really hard, like it does take an act, you know, an active choice each and every time To not do the things where you kind of let things fester, hold on on to them inside, because the overwhelming message you got is no one's coming. You have to deal with this on your own, even if you find it impossible to deal with and don't know how to deal with it. You at least have to pretend that you do uh, so that nobody like attacks you while they see that you're down. And, you know, like just just the mentality and the gymnastics that you go through mentally about what that means. Like so much of it is about where you were as a kid and what those monsters then became that like never went away and that you knew that like there was no one who was going to come and turn on the light if you cried. So, you know, I mean, not to say like, oh, I didn't have parents like I did. But, you know, a lot of us have the kind of parents who are working on the time who have all of their own problems, who don't necessarily see those uh, inner emotional uh, lives and traumas and issues as as being real or substantive because Mm -hmm. they aren't, you know, like the electricity bill or the mortgage, you know, or yeah, the things that yeah. are material. And so, you know, a lot of that kind of stuff gets devalued and it, it, you know, it doesn't leave you.
2: No, no. And these are the, these are the conversations we've been having lately, which, and it's kind of why this, uh, this podcast started because it, I'd never really, I've you know, I I thought I understood women to a certain extent, but then the more conversations I was having with Jade and everybody, the more, I was like, I don't, I don't know as much as I th- thought I did. So mm-hmm. what we what we decided with this was like, right, let's start from the beginning. Let's ask the questions, and some of them will seem obvious, like stuff like you should know about this, and you go, well, actually, yeah, but I didn't. You know, just yeah. just, just, just 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 things where you you know, you're you're doing your bit and you're, you're trying to improve all the time and you're trying to be a better person. And, and then other things will sort of slip your mind. You are kind of like, you know, you're like, Oh shit. Yeah. I probably should have known about that. And I didn't, you know, yeah. but it's just, it's not because that's... I'm a bad person. It's like, I was, I've been No, I think on that that's great. Boxing. That's, yeah.
3: Way better than doing the assumption thing that most people do. Because I think a lot of people, whatever issues you're talking about, believe that empathy is enough. You know, sympathy or even empathy. Like, empathy isn't necessarily enough. Because putting yourself in somebody else's shoes can only kind of be successful to the extent of you kind of knowing yourself. Like, I mean, if... the like we like to think, oh, people are all the same, which, you know, it has mm. a profound truth to it. But the opposite, the complete contrary is also true, is that people are actually very, very different, you know, and yes. you putting yourself into their shoes will only take you as far as you've been, you know, and as far as the reaches of your imagination and your experience. Right. Yeah. And a lot of times you do have to sit in that discomfort and the awkwardness and the and the just sort of actually I don't know is a beautiful place to begin anything. Yeah. As opposed to like, I know what I'm talking about. I've seen him <laughs> everything. You know, like you, you just yeah. haven't. And just being like, I actually don't know, and I'm genuinely curious is a much better place because you have less bullshit to work through that yes. you've placed in front of seeing the truth, you know?
2: Yeah, that is yeah, that that is yeah, pushing that assumption to you know, like people are pretending that you know more than you do, and then you don't get yeah. anywhere. You don't fucking get anywhere doing that. And so yeah. so I've had I've had conversations on here about, I, we spoke to uh, uh, Lizzie Basham we were talking about periods and and not in a, oh, oh women times. only want to talk about that, but it's like...
3: I, don't, I mean, but women sometimes you know, want to talk about it because we've yeah, never yeah. been able to talk about it, you know?
2: Because <laughs> you don't, I don't know what it feels like and I will never know what it feels oh, it like. sucks, mate. Course, yeah, man, <laughs> listen, I've been, I've been on the outside. <laughs> I've been I on mean, the it outside. it doesn't all
3: suck, but it mostly nah. sucks. Like, there's yeah. plenty of it that sucks. I mean, I'm... This was not the question you were going to ask me, but I'm just going to say something about it in that, like, I don't utterly hate my period. Like, I like having a cycle. I feel like it's a natural thing. I feel like, you know, why wouldn't uh, why wouldn't. why wouldn't the moon have an effect on all the water in my body and all the tides (laughs) ebbing and flowing? Like, why wouldn't I be part of the natural ebb and flow of everything in the universe? Like, I mean, especially because of hormones and whatever, like I'm extra hot to people when I'm bleeding, it's the weirdest thing, but it's like, men can smell it and they just look at you. And it's like weird because like you've, you've obviously like part of it is that like testosterone builds to like shed off all the lining. So it's like, I don't, are they just smelling themselves? But like, whatever (laughs) it is, like, they're just like, Hey, you know, and you're like, (laughs) I mean, if you knew I was gushing like a stuck pig, you'd probably run. But the fact that like this is when you're giving me the most attention is hilarious and amazing to me, you know, but like also there are parts of it where you're just like, this is just pain. And I basically just feel like everything aches and I have to take a shit for two days and I can't take a shit for two days. So this is terrible. That's how I describe those worst parts where you're just like, but I need to get it out. And it's like nothing's coming. That's that's it. And the then everyone's piece. like, "What's the problem?" And you're like, "Literally anything else I have to do, but focus on this pain."
2: Yeah, but that's, <laughs> that's it. And this is this is the thing that men don't. We don't, you know, we have those. We take the piss, and we're like, "Oh yeah, you know, she bleeds this, then does that, and she said she's a monster, and blah blah blah, whatever." But we don't actually. Like, I, I, for the first time ever, understood exactly what it means to have a period it's not just bleeding like you say it's the pain it's the discomfort it, it affects other things it's not yeah. just and, it, and it's that I was like oh of course yeah and it gave me a better understanding of what what happens because you know I, like Jade will kick off and I'll be like All right, I'm going to go and stay in the bedroom for a week just until this time's <laughs> done you know. Yeah, just a week-long
3: <laughs> vacation every yeah, month. Yeah, yeah. But it's kind of that like everybody has hormones. So, like, I mean, if if you've ever struggled with any kind of mental illness or whatever, if you anxiety, depression, like you know how much of your body is simply a chemistry set. Mm. And like, because you know, like because you know that, oh, if if I take these meds or if whatever, suddenly all of those things that felt impossible and all of this world that felt dark and bleak suddenly feels navigable. And it really had to do with levels of a chemical inside of my brain. Right. Yeah. You know, and so much of that is fluctuating when you are going through, you know, your cycle and whatever. And like, it is a similar thing of being like, if you were asking a depressed person to do something, you know, and they were doing it and they're going through the motions and they were bitter and angry and whatever. And you'd be like, Like, oh, they're depressed. But like, it's the kind of thing where it's like you can't just say I'm on my period and have enough people kind of uh, understand or -hmm. respect that like, oh, you're working in spite of some other things. And like your chemistry is doing a different thing than it does the other majority of the month. You know what I mean? So like the rest of the time you're like this and right now it's kind of like, oh, yeah, you're going through a thing, but you showed up anyway, you know? kudos yeah. like <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> back yeah, off yeah. a bit you know <laughs> let us know if you need anything but you know yeah. other than that like no one can help you
2: <laughs> no nah, we just slide your stuff under the door so you can't come out <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: pretty much you know and then you just hear the sound of like wild wolves and animals, just like gnashing and throwing things about you like, yeah that's about right <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> But it was that it was that I didn't really understand about that, and so this is where these conversations. This is where that's sort of the jumping off point for this podcast, and that, and and talking to women like larger than life characters, people that, despite all the odds, have still gotten through and and, and achieved a level of success that, you know, in other people can't really get to, and it's it's always fascinated me that women like that because in comedy when i started out it was it seemed to be there was like there was one there was they'd have one woman on at a time and she would go on in the middle and it would be the it would be the girl's spot and so it was a let's very, get a lady
3: you know, on shouldn't we yeah, have a lady you guys come on let's get a lady shit. up here
2: yeah 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 so it was all <laughs> that and it, i remember and that's only 15 years ago that it was like that it was changing i mean but depending not enough, on you know. where
3: you are I would yeah. say even more recently in some places. Oh, fuck yeah.
2: I know yeah yeah yeah. So it's always fascinated me that despite all that there's women that have gone I'm well you won't fucking beat me and will get like cuz you're busy as fuck. Aren't you yeah. you're you're everywhere at the minute and that is that is incredible and I look at it and I'm like fuck me man that's it takes some doing considering all the obstacles that get put in your way. You know? It's true, but it
3: also takes like a certain mental configuration. Like, I mean, most of those women don't stop. Do, I mean, lots of people stop doing comedy, but the women who don't usually don't stop for the same reason that the people, all the people who don't stop, don't stop. Mm. You know, it's a, what we do is a compulsion. Like we wouldn't do it if we didn't need to do it. There's enough things that are just like, just for about the entire enterprise <laughs> yeah. that would make us stop if we had all of our marbles. But because, you know, we are the kind of people who need this validation and need this kind of expression and need this modality to process what we live, you know, and to be creative because when we aren't creating, you know, we get all sick and twisted up. Right. Mm, Like because we need to do this, we keep doing this, you know, and obviously there are different ways, you know, a lot of people switch to like, writing and that get those kinds of jobs and whatever, you know, you can apply those skills in a way that doesn't, you know, need the immediacy of like going onto stage every night or however frequently you do it and having an audience respond to you. Like there are times when I'm just like, Am I this needy? You know what I mean? Like do I <laughs> yeah. You know like sometimes where you're like, "Okay, yeah." And like I'm really excited and I love the joy of feeling like a little squirrel like, "Ooh, I've got this nut I'm going <laughs> to share with everybody. It's going to be so good." You know? And like um and then there're times where I think all of us are like backstage, you're about to go on stage and you're like hello darkness old friend like yeah. you know we're just like what am i doing why basically my job is to keep these drunk people from stabbing each other in the eyeballs <laughs> and then fucking each other in the sockets like you know like that's all, like you know i, I mean know. I, I definitely this lockdown has made us kind of question the utility and the need for everything that we do i think you know probably at some point
2: or yeah um, oh yeah. yeah it's definitely it's definitely shone a light on uh how uh, not important. What we do is, I mean, yeah. it's its important to a certain extent. Everybody needs a jester at some point, but when the yeah. shit, when the shit hits the fan, the last thing that people need is us going, Hey, 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 <laughs> we, hey I know we, we run out, we run out of toilet roll, but guess what? I've got, ai have got a, I've got a hot take on this. You're going to like this. Yeah. You know, maybe no you can one wipe needs your this. ass with this
3: hot take. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's weird because uh, so much of our job, I think can be conflated with, um you know political commentary and all these other things like sometimes the things that you're doing are stand-up and sometimes the things that you're doing are just being asked to be funny about things that are like you know uh, profoundly not right so Mm. and then it's weird because then people get super upset about what comics say and like there is a truth in like being responsible for your words and then there's also a truth of like this is comedy, you know, I mean, like someone is going to get the piss taken out of them. You know, I'm going to try to be fair, enlightened, woke, whatever it is that you want to say. But at the same time, like I have a point of view and this is it, you know, and basically you vote to agree with your your applause and laughter or not. And there's got to be some understanding of like, this is us trying something out. Oh, it didn't work cool. Can I maybe not have my life ruined? I suppose, you know, and I mean, <laughs> yeah. obviously there's gradations of that. Cause some people are toxic and you're like, yeah, but it's, it's just weird. The amount of stuff that I find that I do that is, that is like, Wait a second. I'm doing this thing and I'm taking these things seriously in a way that like our government and elected officials aren't like they're actually taking the piss. Like, how did we adjust the whole world so that we're looking at comedians and their beliefs and takes as like, you know, we need to Mm. really address this. Whereas like all of the people in government can just do whatever the fuck that they want because it doesn't matter because there's money behind them. It's just a weird setup.
2: Yeah. Well yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, yeah 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 it goes to show you how how well that they've done at, at, at skewing society like politicians have really done a good job on being able to get away with fucking murder but yeah. one of one of us tweets something that's a little bit off or people don't quite get it Cancelled, unfollowed, you know, that.
3: Yeah, exactly. You're not getting work anymore from, like, the gatekeepers who are actually doing sinister shit at all times. Like when you said, like, getting away with murder, that's not even a figure of speech anymore.
2: No, Like, literal murder. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, listen, Epstein, people. Ep- fucking Epstein yeah. got. And they're going, nah, nah, he slipped and fell and ended up hanging himself from the roof. Yeah, like, right. Hey, hang on, well, hang yeah, on a yeah, Like all these it, black and, people
3: yeah. in America who committed suicide ah. under trees a, look, recently. I, I couldn't yeah. believe that. I was reading that. Because like, any black person fucking... has ever committed suicide with a noose under a tree. Ah, oh, dude.
2: Ah. Oh. I, like, this is, are we yeah. really
3: looking at that and oh, taking man. that at face value or, I mean, you know, Boris is over here transporting patients into care homes who haven't gotten COVID tests. Like, I mean, that's manslaughter. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah, literally, yeah, you know, yeah, you've got to, yeah. and it's just, you know, I don't know. Uh, like, I know that we're all kind of nonplussed at this point by everything that happens because it's just an onslaught, you know? And it's also yeah. like, you know, how much can we do to fix it when we're not the ones who are making it happen, you know? I, I mean, yeah. I, obviously these people have been elected and so like that is that is the part of our jobs and holding them to account. But also, the, I don't know, the damn thing just got too big and uh, we're not at the reins, so no. I'm not sure.
2: Anyway, but that's what—that's it. Really no. dark and sad. No, no, no. That's fine. But it, it but it's that, isn't it? It's that. It, it always comes back to the same thing, and it always comes back to the fact: it's the system that's fucked. And I've said this many times. We've—we've—we've we've, we've kind of joked about it, but we—we we kind of mean what we say. When the world is run by five white old racist pedophiles. And yeah. and what and what all the while they're still in charge, everything just will still be fucked. And it, it all like looking at the, the this, you know, there was that block party in Brixton last night. And it got out of hand, and and people are going, oh, oh, it's outrageous. It they're is. going, ah, oh, it's outrageous. These yobs, these thugs. You're like, no, 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 no. Mm. Why are people in? Why are people that quick? to explode in that way because the system's fucked and these people are tired of getting fucked by the system. That's why yeah. we're all kicking off. And it's all very yeah, well they're saying, tired
3: of not having a right to like their own bodies exactly. or anything else that they were told that yeah. they were gonna get, you know? Yeah. It's just, and it's like weird because, it, you know, we talk about those like five old white guys who are, you know, pedophiles in power, who are, you know, doing all the, and it's kind of a weird, like all of that, comes from fear like they're like you've got enough power and you need more and then you need more and then you need more like why do you need that right so it's like whatever's going on in there is just a sick and twisted that needs that much because like uh, we've seen examples of people who are extremely rich who don't need to do those things who don't Mm. feel threatened about like well i have billions which means i'm never going to be in trouble nor any of my offspring that i can actually look in the face are ever going to be in trouble (laughs) right so i can you know but it takes a different different kind of uh, megalomaniac, a different kind of psychopath or sociopath at the very least Mm -hmm. to kind of be, you know, to live in this constant fear that requires them to rely on these systems of oppression to extract things from other people that they feel that they need and that there is never enough. You know, like that is a, a sort of human condition that I think we sort of ascribe to people who are like super, you know, they just you were born into it or they were born that way or whatever. But like, I think also it's important to look at sort of the psychology and the sociology behind like what how we make people. That into that and how we make everybody else covet that because it's like so many other people if they were given the chance would get into similar positions and then finding themselves doing the exact same thing because of the power that they wielded and because of mm. their fear of losing that power once they knew what it allowed them to do you know and yeah absolutely of. yeah anyway, and that
2: and and then, no but no no no, <laughs> no but it's true all the, and all the while that that's in place and that people are still told that, that that is something to aspire to, you know, yeah, then yeah. you're never you're never going to change anything. And it it really it, yeah, you can look at it and get I get really frustrated and just go, how, how will we, how, how can we get through this? How what what can we do to make changes? And it's just just keep making noise. Just keep doing what doing what you can. You know, you can't change you won't be at the to top all the five racist paedophiles with power, but you can start you can vote you can do stuff and i don't you know it's yeah but
3: i think it's it's, you know the things that make you know tectonic monumental shifts require a violence of some sort i'm not inciting or advocating like a physical thing i'm just saying like there is a violent change like we know this on an individual level like when changes happen that are actually lasting and meaningful, they are quite abrupt, violent, you know, earth shattering, Mm. everything shifts, you know? So yes, we do need to continue like kind of doing the drip, drip, drip of all of us sort of boring away at the problem, but also Mm. like, I don't think that we see anything really shift unless there's something massive. And I don't know what that is. I mean, it seems like everything we've seen this year has just been massive. Like, I keep just saying, like, I guess 2020's nickname is the purge, because literally (laughs) from like every, you know, whether that's like actually like physical or physiological or psychological or emotional or whatever. I feel like that's all i've been doing and seeing you know and yeah. and it's kind of what like society the economy the earth are all doing too it's just like nah we just got to get rid of a bunch of stuff like this is basically day one of the world's period and it just <laughs> it feels like you have to take a shit all day and you can't yeah. and you're really trying and everything hurts and people are like how come wh- why aren't you acting the way that you were acting before and just like that is no longer possible
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> the really- dream is dead yeah. yes yes <laughs>
2: (laughs) And it's like, and the world has been going. Look, I'm telling you, you need to sort this out because I'm good. I'm going to lose my fucking temper in a minute. And then, and then the world went right. Fuck you! You didn't listen. Right, this is happening now, and it's going to cost people's lives. And it's going to do this because you lot don't know how to sort yourselves out. You know, oh god. Yeah. And then, and then you think, and then you think, ah, ruling this together, we all want to make changes. We all want the world to be a better place. And then you see shit like like people now going to the beach, not giving a fuck about social distancing. Yeah. Yeah, God, it's so intimidating. And these are the same people, the same people that are shouting and screaming about all lives matter. You're like, what? Yes. fuck me you you and then you, and then you see that and you go jesus people. christ yeah. yeah all
3: lives matter but like uh yours more than everyone else's like cuz it's one yeah. of those things where it's like yeah this was meant to be a great equalizer except for we're shoving the most vulnerable people up against the fire first and we're just working mm. through the groups of the most vulnerable people until presumably all of those are gone and we just keep working up until there's like one old white dude with a big red tie who's standing there on top you know cuz
0: that's
3: <laughs> the way things have been structured for him to do that you know and and like that's i think the part that you know that is the most upsetting like it is upsetting to have a global pandemic just sort of randomly taking people and having it be like why is this happening and we don't understand and that is horrific and horrendous and it's another thing for all of those old power structures to come into play and to start sort of sorting who gets thrown into the chopper first basically yeah you know that's the part that i think is so just gut-wrenching and I don't know horrendous oh,
2: man. and it, it, I just see it and I'm just like ugh. yeah you know there, there are more people thinking that way than there are people it seems that actually want to make change for the better of everybody you know, and it, yeah, well, we've all been taught that
3: like, you know, there's only so much. And if I want what I want, it means that I'm going to have to step on someone's face to get it. Like Mm. we don't come from a a sense of like, there is enough for all of us in the world. I think we were all born into a thing of like, well, there are the haves and the have nots. And I guess if you're British, it's kind of like, well, you're a have not, you're always going to be a have not. So whatever. And if you're American, it's like, oh, if you work really, really hard, you can be the asshole on top. Right. And so (laughs) nobody ever gave you anything and nothing matters but like either way the narrative is there isn't enough to go around for everyone to have a happy decent human existence yeah. so there there's just the way things are you can't really change them but you can maybe capitalize on them if you're yes. the right kind of person
2: yeah 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 emphasis on that last bit you yeah, have to yeah, okay. well, yeah. in our industry they talk about you know, they're talking about diversity and they go oh, we must make changes and we, we need to be more diverse and then you're like yeah but you should have been doing this years ago and yeah. and the and reason then, you haven't yeah
3: you it's don't want to make the changes that are necessary because the changes no. mean that all you and all of your friends don't have your jobs
2: exactly like
3: some of those people need to not be your friends you know what i yeah. mean in terms of like some of those people need to ha- have come from a different background not look like you not commission the same stuff as you not be you know what i mean in order yeah. for this to work
2: Yeah, and they don't go to the. They don't even go like. There's a. I've said this many times, but there's a whole circuit like the black circuit of thousands of brilliant acts that don't get a look in because the industry doesn't go there. They don't go to look. They go. Oh, who went through? I'm no disrespect to anyone that has been through Oxford or Cambridge or wherever, but they'll go. They'll go. They're more likely to go for someone that has gone through a system that they recognise rather more than like
3: them right yes, like exactly. i understand that language that yes because they've learned to speak my language right so yes. that's great and we'll continue on with that yeah like there's so many and it's a weird thing especially like um like as a black person who does not do the black circuit you know mm. because it, and it's not by a choice that's not the you know that's not the, uh, broad appeal I probably have, you know, yeah. uh, it's not the, like the, where I came up as a comic and it's not, it, it's weird. Cause it's kind of like the times where I have done those gigs, it is a whole different world of audience members, you know, like it's yep. like you, you're whatever you're in Birmingham, you know, there's a whole, there's 400 like black and Asian people like watching, you know, a set that you're doing and you're kind of like, and even the, the, the nuances of performance style and what is valued Are different Mm. you know where it's like okay this is going to be more performative as opposed to more clever you know and there isn't one that's right or wrong there's like an audience that likes to be spoken to in a certain way or feels respected if they are you know addressed or engaged in a certain way and it's interesting when you're kind of like oh Uh, I like my clever muscle got strong, but like, is my, you know, performativity, relatability muscle strong enough, you know, and Mm -hmm. I go and do those gigs and it's cool because like people do get on board, but they're kind of like, Oh yeah, she's one of them. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, she's, (laughs) she she, she's one of those, you know, whatever Oxbridge type of black ladies or whatever. You're kind of like, okay. But then they get on board and they're like, okay, that's pretty funny. But it it always feels like this weird confrontation of me trying to justify my own blackness to myself and all of them, because <laughs> of what uh, what we have attributed to certain cultures and groups of people, which and, and what we then sort of use, uh, uh, you know, internalize to identify ourselves as well. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, yeah. no amount of me like performing, telling jokes a certain way, talking a certain way is going to change the percentage of African in my DNA.
2: do you know what i mean so
3: like obviously blackness and whiteness is our concept of it are based on different things than science because you know science is pretty much like there's really no difference guys (laughs) you know what i mean some people spark in the sun some people tan like there's you know it's usually about where your ancestors live like why are we you know but like in reality and you know society there's all these differences that we really adhere to you know
2: yeah and I I, I it I, I do it does blow my mind when I keep seeing like the all lives matter thing. And I'm not gonna get stuck talking yeah, about race all but afternoon. It's, but it's, it's infuriating but it, every go, damn time. And you're like, you're not listening to what's been said. You know, and that that's you know, and, you're, and because they don't like yeah, they don't want to, do they? They 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 wanna yeah, be full of, of course not. anger and hatred yeah. and yeah, I mean, but they, they, they yeah. want
3: to preserve their own identities of being right. They still want to think that racism has anything to do with being a good person. And they still want to believe that being a good person is a real fucking thing. And it's not no. like how we all grow up believing like there are good people and bad people and it's bullshit. Like we're yeah. all bad people and we're all good people. Yes. And it's really not about any intention and it's about how we act. Right. And, and every single present moment is a new opportunity to, uh, be good or be bad you know what i mean but like i think people like to just be like i found my identity i'm sticking here i'm not changing and any action that i do still falls under the same umbrella of this identity that i decided that i have rather than people are dynamic and fluid and changing. Beings. Yes. And you might be doing a lot of bad actions or actions that have bad consequences while calling yourself a wonderful person because like your family likes you or whatever. <laughs>
2: <Like> when people <laughs> go
3: like, I think it's about being a good person. I'm like, I think that's bullshit. Like, I think most people who think they're good people actually aren't doing fucking shit. No, of They're course just not. like being nice yeah, and yeah, yeah. docile. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, how is that good?
2: And then, and being and these are the same people that seem to be seems to be the same people. I'm probably, I'm just you know, uh, talk about stereotypes. But you know, this, these are the same people that give Jade shit for for her size or what she's wearing on the train. <sighs> you know, these are the same fucking people, and you they're yep. just and then and then they yep. go you know and they go oh he's a good dad. Go, no, he's a cunt to everyone else. Why yeah, is that? Exactly. Why? Why is know? he
3: a good dad? Because he's there. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Whatever, because he's there and he has, like, a job similar to yours and he's white and you hang out with him down the pub and that's it. Like, you know, I thought the whole sort of... You know, obviously, Jade and I have talked about all of the like being being Mm. big broads and doing comedy and all the stuff that you get unsolicited from people who feel compelled to just sort of vomit out opinions and words and things that they need to lay on your body as opposed to theirs and that you have to recall or remember that that's their shit. But at the same time, why this general acceptance that you have to wear their shit, you know, and that that people just kind of feel like, like you you aren't conforming to the social norms that we've relegated you to. And I need to make sure that you know you stepped out of your place and you should get back into it. And it's kind of like, Why are you jealous? Do you know what Mm, I mean? Like, why? don't be jealous of my boogie. Like, ultimately, (laughs) like, you're living small, you know, like, you're living restrained and you are, like, raging that I have opted not to do that. And part of the reason that I've opted not to do that is because I couldn't fit into that life. Like no one would let me live as long as I was trying to cram myself into that way of being. So I decided that I was going to live over pleasing you or being in that, you know, living in that modality of being. And so I'm doing things a different way, and it makes you insane because it's kind of like, whoa, I didn't have a choice, you know, (laughs) or whatever. It's like, but you kind of did. But you did, yeah. You know,
2: I almost these these same people when they talked to me. I've had it. I've had it before. When they they'll talk about they'll talk about types like, like what you're into, and they'll go they go oh we're rich, like, some big, we rich likes and big like you know almost like it's a fish, and it's like hold yeah. on I, that's not what attracts me to people. I'm attracted to people that yeah. and they're all different shapes sizes whatever and it you're but because i like them i don't like to be around people that are obsessed with the gym and i don't want to be around people that are yeah. obsessed, obsessed with nutrition because that's all they fucking talk about and yeah i want someone they, who, yeah. who's a little bit more chilled out about life in general well, all
3: that obsession does is sort of belie the fear of like, you know, yes, it's, it, it's important to be like, I want to put healthy things into my body because that's good. You know, yeah. when you're operating in a good mental space, that's kind of what you want to do uh, the most of the time. Sometimes you're like, I want to put sugar in my body because they made this shit super addictive and it's delicious. Yeah. Right. But I think <laughs> it's the people, like you're saying, like the, 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 the sort of surface level obsessed with the gym and obsessed with nutrition underneath that belie like a, a, a judgment, like a ferocious self judgment and yes. uh, Uh, belief in self-control and restraint and ferocious judgment of other people that like exists within them and you're like i don't like that's going to be hard to like be intimate with that's going to be hard to open up to because like one you're going to be violent toward me emotionally and which means i know how violent you are to yourself which means like Mm. i can't like, help you or or love you or make you ever believe that I really, you know, am there for you or whatever. And you're like, that's just a lot to fight for, yep. to love a person. Like, I'd much rather, you know, like, that whole thing of, like, having a type, like, you know, some of it's just gonna be chemistry, like my type is yeah. beauty bald dudes, you know what I mean? And it's just like I've only recently noticed that. And it's just like I wouldn't say like it's an active thing, it's just a pattern. Every you know, part of yeah. that's like, well, you know, my dad was one. Part of it, you know, is yeah, like yeah, yeah. oh, like there's a certain like, you know, who doesn't like testosterone? That's usually what balding's indicative of, and I'm here for it. Part of it is, you know, just a sort of like, you know, a general mindset that comes with that sort of like, here's how I am. I've had to accept myself you know, flaws and all, which is something that I'm attracted to because I've had to do the same like we already have a head start in doing this work together. Right. As opposed to someone who is like, you know, in the process of like, you know, having been stunning and then being like, I'm not hot anymore because I'm old and I don't know who I am. And it's like, Mm -hmm. oh, fuck, babe. Like, you know, (laughs) I'm 10 years ahead of that. Like, come on. Do you know what I mean? Like I don't have time to wait for you to figure that out. Like, you know, find another (laughs) formerly hot person or whatever, (laughs) you know, Like, I think that a lot of times we see the surface level of something go like, oh, it's a fetish or a type as opposed to seeing Mm. what usually lays underneath that, you know, because every so often you find somebody who's who has those personality traits who doesn't look like that, who has a different set of experiences that led them there. And you're like, cool. You know, and I'm also attracted to that person, too. But normally, socially, they tend to look like this, which is great. I'm just saying, fat bitches are cool. Yeah, I've always <laughs> like we're I've highly capable. So. Yeah, I mean we're fucking good in bed because unlike hot chicks, we gotta try. So like, <laughs> you
2: know, <laughs> i just saying. That's there's a uh, lot yes. going on. People don't see. <laughs> I've definitely had a good time. I'm not gonna not gonna lie.
3: So it's, it's, it's
2: been a good
3: time. See? I've had a good time. Yeah. yeah. So and people but, don't I mean, know why you just sit there and smile and laugh and you're like, hey, yeah. I don't need to fucking
2: know. This is good. Nah. But it's <laughs> funny. We were, Jade and I were out the other day and I saw, the. I see this quite a bit. I saw that, I saw that there was an older couple and she looked great. She had this, she just, it looked like they're only walking the dog, but she mm-hmm. looked great and she had these accessories going on and she was, she looked really, really made an effort. And then he was just wearing this shitty old shirt and a pair of shorts and I was like and I'm like that's the guy that goes yeah she doesn't fuck me anymore See, I don't know what's wrong with her because you're a fucking pig Yeah, because, well,
3: I generally stopped caring, you know, I think that effort feels like a superficial thing. But underneath that, again, is usually like, oh, because you're depressed, and you probably your sex drive is really diminished anyway. So like you are pointing the finger at other people when you actually don't want to deal with what's going on with you, you know, and that clearly this is indicative of inner turmoil that you aren't dealing with. And so like, yeah, maybe she doesn't sleep with you because, like, it's not fun for her to do all the work and you not be giving anything or being vulnerable or open or yeah. intimate at all, you know? Yeah. Like, and maybe she's working really hard. Do you know what I mean? You can too.
2: <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. But it is funny. Like I said to you about like when Jade and I oh, are, there have been comments online, people who take the piss. And, and like you know, they, like <laughs> I say. they Like well, yeah, I know. people like,
3: are trash. They are.
2: But t- talking to me like I'm weird like they go oh yeah because you like them big and you're like one that's offensive two go fuck yourself because you like the the little petite blonde who's got nothing to say it doesn't
3: make you right it just makes you like a conformist sad person who's looking for a trophy human to show the world that you have value
2: yeah exactly (laughs) yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, You know
3: what I mean? Like, in my mind, when I see you guys, I'm like, oh, my God, comedy power couple. This <laughs> is fucking, you know what I mean? Just the fact that, like, you're both successful, outspoken, mm. like, creative, intelligent people who are, like, publicly engaged. I'm like, that's dope. Like, that's really yeah. cool. Like, we should be looking to you as, like, that's is- <laughs> look two comedians can be in a relationship yeah. and not have it be a fucked up toxic horrible thing.
2: <laughs> well i mean we are having
3: <laughs> well... well
2: well you're having couples counseling i don't know
3: but i mean i think that all couples at some <laughs> point have, have couples counseling yeah every couple to, i know right? that's been together for a certain number of years that is still together for the most part is has couples counseling yeah because there's to. just stuff that you need help working out you know? Well,
2: yeah. Well, like Jade pointed out, she's like, you know, at the beginning of the relationship, you pretend to be the best version of yourself that you can be. And then a yep. couple of years in, all that stuff's gone. And you like, I thought we were, I thought, no, nah, I wasn't really into that. Uh I just yeah. said that. I did. I just said that so that we get to yeah. be together. And now we're together. I'm not into that. And I'm like, ah, we're going to need to go to couples counselling now because yeah. I need to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what happens, isn't it? You've, you've. You're now you're now coping yes. with what the what with the reality of yes the, you're coping the, with the yeah. lies
3: that you told I mean that weren't fully lies but they were nah. just like at my best I am this like at my best yeah. I want to give you head every night in reality oh. <laughs> you know so like and also I think everybody you know like you have your individual problems that will come into the relationship so it's like you know you're doing therapy for three. Do you know what I mean it's kind of like for the yeah. couple the unit and also individually you have changed on your own and in with and because of each other so it's like even more complicated than it yeah. would just be on your own you know
2: Oh yeah absolutely and now we yeah and it's and it's figuring out that all right a lot of that stuff was you know fabricated at the top there but now <laughs> is there enough to still be in, is there enough of the real stuff to keep us interested in each other and that's yeah. that's i think there is i think there is we've we've yeah uh, no i mean, it we're, working mean it it. Yeah. <laughs> we're
3: working and it mean, out yeah i mean whatever i think that you're being it sounds like you're being communicative and honest which is the most important thing so it's like oh, yeah, yeah i might not smell like jasmine perfume every day anymore i was just doing that to like impress you and because i didn't want you to see the real thing because i was afraid if you saw me you would ever actually <laughs> love me and then you're like well that sounds like a problem for therapy plus all the <laughs> shit you bring to the relationship but it's like yep <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> it's hard it's hard being i think yeah. if we if we get to the understanding that being a human being is fucking weird we <laughs> yeah. figure out a lot more stuff you know yeah
3: it, and also society is weird like if you didn't feel fucked up about the world as it is now you're fucked up like the world is, a, uh, I think, an even more extraordinarily fucked up place than it has been in other parts of history. Maybe not all of them. There have been oh, plenty of you. fucked up things. But it's like if you didn't react to that, it's like you're basically swimming in bleach. Like if you didn't have an adverse reaction, I'd worry that you were dead. You know?
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row?
1: To get started, visit plushcarecom loss. That's plushcarecom loss. A lot can happen in the next three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at uh1.com.
2: We're looking for a sponsor to help get this brilliant conversation to an even bigger audience. Sponsoring the show, as well as a promotional trailer, means that your message and our message will be inserted into some of Acast's biggest podcast titles. Get on board and partner with Insane in the Membrane. Go to pauldaniels.tv for more information. We're talking now about a lot of men are being outed uh, for, their, for being sexual predators and, and that sort of thing, and yeah, which, is, which no needs way. to be... Um, but what what we need to I've said this a few times now I think what we need to understand is that all men all of us and I include myself in this have the potential to be to, be, to, to do to something sexually uh to be sex offenders because we have we have in us we have thoughts every minute of every day that we that pop into our heads and then we deal with them as like oh she's nice yeah. And yeah 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 but you can't don't grab her you need to talk to her, and and that's what, and yeah. that's all men across. The, but we're not having that conversation. We just, yeah, you know, I think everyone's
3: afraid to kind of come out and be like, some of this is, some of this is literally what testosterone does to the brain, yeah, and some of this is how we've been socialized because there was a time at which you had the thought. And then it was like, oh, you mean I can just grab her? And everyone in the world was like, yeah, sure, cool, just grab her, grab a couple, right? And then suddenly it was like, I'm having a thought, I can grab her? And everyone's like, what? No, you know? And you're like, wait, when was someone going to tell me? You know, and it's kind of like, obviously, like society and culture and the changing tide should tell you, but like some people live in rural roads or whatever in Mm. their psyches and the message didn't get through or whatever, but- and then also I think that some people rush to their own defense as opposed to just being like, Oh, I'm sorry. Like ultimately I'm hurting somebody or mm. several somebodies or screwing up their life. And like my boner shouldn't ruin your career. Like yeah. that's ridiculous. You know, even though I think my boner is pretty important, it doesn't need to like <laughs> determine your livelihood and well being and whether or not you can feed your children and shit. You know what I mean? Well, like, yeah. That, yeah.
2: But that's what needs to be, we need to, it needs to be taught at an early age that you're going to, once the hormones kick in and once your testosterone levels get to a certain place, you're going to be a fucking animal but this is how this is how, this is how you conduct yourself in polite society but i i I, yeah. I don't know if that's different now but i never had those conversations when i was a kid it was it was yeah. always about you're going to you're going to go to school you're going to get a job and then you're going to meet someone it's going to be a woman because you're going to have kids yeah. and it was
3: all that yeah. sort of shit it's going to be a woman cuz you said yeah and, and it's you're like, going to have children and yeah, yeah.
2: whatever. and there's yeah. no there's no conversation about uh yeah you you, you might want to have children but the person you meet might not want to. And, and, yeah. or, and that, uh, you know, that just that seeing that you're going to get a woman, you're going to get a woman, like they, they're gifted yes. to you. And it's yeah, of course, oh, cause they are
3: you. objects. I mean, the conversation hasn't been had of like, you know, how, You know, women are people, but you kind of think that they're just slightly less of a person. They're not. They're actually people. And like, it's taken us a long time as a society to even say that. And we're still having trouble saying that. But as a result of all of that you know, there's certain stuff, messaging that you're getting that just reinforces the fact that there's slightly less people because we can show more of their bodies without any of their agency or because, you know, like there's just all these little messages because, you know, like mom tells her to do one thing and tells me I can do five other things, you know, mm. and like that thing needs to start from early on because everything else is built on top of that, you know, yeah. I, and like, you know, I and I think that Yeah. Like as women, we've been able to start talking about like, yeah, actually, it is weird when I think about the way that I was raised and what I was told to do with my body myself, what I was told to be responsible for, for other people's actions that then compelled me to act in a certain way because I had to be responsible for both of us, you know, and there's Mm. yeah, there's just a lot of extra weight and stuff, you know, and some of it feels like, oh, it's just, you know, well, once you get a period, this is the whole handbag that you have to carry with it of being responsible oh, yeah. for other men's, you know, fucking sexual yeah. feelings about you and their emotional feelings if you reject those sexual advances and, yeah. you know, like whatever, uh, justifying the things that they do to you without losing your job and your standing, like all of that stuff. Mm, yeah. I think that that has to be t- early. I mean, I was talking to a friend who's kind of like become a stepmom to a teen A girl who's talking about like all of the horrible things that guys say in her school and the teachers just look the other way while they're like dropping racial epithets or saying disgusting Mm, things about girls and whatever and she's like yeah I'm not really attracted to any of those guys I'm like of course why would you be you can see how they treat just human beings like how could Mm. you ever trust that guy to like ever want to get you off treat you with respect not like you know finger you and then tell all of his friends you know (laughs) like all (laughs) of the other things like why why would you ever be turned on by that and like these guys are like, you know, 15 now, you know, like in this yeah. society that where we're so aware now, where like we aren't. like basically education has a lot to answer for, but I mean, how much can you blame it when we give it zero pounds to like function, you know? So it's, but it's just like all of the stuff that we are struggling with now goes back to the ways that we were uneducated or miseducated about them earlier. And we're not correcting those problems.
2: No. Again, it comes back to the system. Everything comes back to the system and it, and it goes back as far as parenting as well. People don't put the effort in, when it comes to parenting their children you know my i got two lads there are they're adults now they know not to sexually assault or molest anyone and yeah. that just took some plain old decent parenting you know i've not been good in i've not been great in my life but when it came when it comes to my sons i've done a pretty good job and that's all it yeah. took was to educate and- the boys and So
3: when you were parent, like, I know you were parenting them their whole lives, but was this about like, we're going to sit down and have a talk or was this about like catching them in the middle of certain behavior and being like, no, we got to correct this and deal with this now. Or was it like pointing at examples of things that you were seeing in media or on the street in real life and being like, so this is what you don't do. And this is why you don't do it. Like, how do you feel like you were able to most effectively get that message across to them or did it just have to be repeated a bunch of times in? The way that you modeled behavior for them, or called. Certain I think it just out. like,
2: I think it. Yeah, it was. It took. It was a. It was a. Everything it was a lot of different stuff. There was. Yeah. You know, there was because I I I I split out with their mum when they were very young, so they'd been. They were aware of other relationships, and and so they'd ask questions about that, like where did you meet? And so from what you from the conversations you'd have with the boys, you know, you didn't have to turn around and go right. Listen, don't rape women but from they could tell, they could from they could glean from what you were saying what you meant and then there and there was there, but yeah. then there was my my youngest came in one day and he showed me this yeah somebody's awful video on his phone of uh, which turned out to be two girls one cup which i didn't know
3: <laughs> Oh, god i
2: well i'd heard uh, of it exactly so i'd heard yeah, of it yeah i mean it, i've heard but, of it i never yeah, saw it because nah. i was
3: like okay i kind of get from the title, what that
2: is? Yeah, I don't need to see that. I didn't need to <laughs> yeah. see it. Didn't want to see it. But then he came and look at this dad. It's disgusting. And I'm like, and I, oh. I'd like, I didn't. And I'm like, dude, right? Like it was like half a second in, and I'm yeah. like, you did get that off your phone, and and then so from that we had a conversation.
3: Yeah, we got a whole car. Yeah, over.
2: yeah, yeah, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> right, come here, listen. Yeah. And it was a two. It was a two ages later. Someone else told me about this film. And they went, uh, and then they told me a bit, and I just went, "Oh, is it the two girls sitting on the sofa?" And they went, "Yeah, yeah." yeah. I went, "Oh my god, that's what <laughs> that was. That that was oh. on my son's phone." And then it, oh, yeah. God, so it's a mixture. Why? It's a mixture of going out of your then, way to say something, or you're putting yeah. them up on behavior. It's all yeah. different stuff, but you but you make that effort, and yeah. you know, and that's a lot of such a can't.
3: minefield because you're kind of like well you know like it's like talking about like you know like you've got to talk about your relationship his relationship to like porn why does yeah. it exist why are people passing it around you know like okay these women are doing sex work is that good is that bad I mm-hmm. mean shouldn't have any you know like I mean they're working but it's like not their fault but also we shouldn't be passing it around but also this doesn't actually teach you uh, respect for women and maybe this isn't you know very
0: mm-hmm. very
3: uh, mindfully made and uh, you know <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 especially these days as aware as we are of like every aspect of it there's like a lot and I guess there's only so much you can I mean just from doing some work in education there's like only so much and just knowing myself there's only so much you're going to get at any one time you know you kind of have to yeah. keep building and layering on a thing but like dude it's a lot I don't envy any parent who has to raise kids now because oh so, man
2: yeah be awful is, yeah I mean we had to deal yeah. with all we had to deal with was the, the odd pieces of pornography that you might find somewhere that very, were literally physical, deep. yeah. You
3: know, yes, that yeah. were magazines or a VHS cassette, <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they only got passed around because there was only a few of them. There was no it yes, was, exactly. Yeah. Until so somebody
3: was... ruined the fucking tape, and then there you go. You know,
2: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even realize that women watch pornography until very late. Mm. That was that was a that was when I was, blimey, when I was when I was married. Like so, see, oh yeah, I look at that. yeah Yeah,
3: i mean i guess i I don't know in my experience not always to the same extent but then again you know that's like i think a hormonal thing like you know i know that when i'm a certain part of my cycle there's more testosterone going on and i'm like let's see what's going on over at my old friend (laughs) Pornhub. you know what i mean whereas like the rest of the month i am not thinking about what's happening over there and then suddenly i'm like Hmm. <laughs> you know and i think it like part of it is just chemistry of like i want to see some images and feel a certain way and this is great you know but i yeah, yeah. i mean i had a dad so i just found his that's how <laughs> you know what <laughs> i mean and i was like well you didn't do a very good job of hiding this it was just in a drawer <laughs> in the bureau like dur
2: <laughs> yeah, just lying around <laughs> like,
3: did you even try? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, come on. You know, I mean, we're like fairly young. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, yeah. 10 years old or something like that. I'm just like. Dude, you think a kid's not going to open a drawer? Like, what? <laughs> Just because it's not that top one? Like, what? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> We're going to
2: be, we're going to snoop around, Dad. You got to make an effort. Yeah, man.
3: you're at work all day plus the commute. <laughs> we're not, we're definitely snooping. Like, please <laughs> get a lockbox. <laughs>
2: yeah. That's definitely, you're right, though. I, I know I got a few years ago, I was really, I was really depressed. So I got into porn in a terrible way, Mm. but just that it wasn't, well, I wasn't even, I wasn't even doing anything. I was just looking at it, just.
3: Isn't that the worst when you're just you're like, I've uh, wasted uh, hours now just looking at segments of videos. Like I haven't even touched myself (laughs) at this point. Like this is just, what are we doing? Like it's not even like a Netflix binge. Like it's not like. It's
2: just nothing. Just nothing. Yeah, no every nutritional so often you value. come across
3: like a good one where you're like, "Wow, that was actually like a quality porn." Like I feel yeah. like everyone got paid and respected each other, and it, you know, yeah. like there was non-traditional bodies. That was cool, you know. But mostly it's
2: just <laughs> fucking garbage, you know.
3: Yeah.
2: This <laughs> is yeah, absolutely. Oh, god, yeah, there's yeah. a lot of yeah.
3: And you're talk- like, oh my god, what time is it? It's three in the morning. I'm. Gonna,
2: <laughs> you know. oh, I'm gonna be so tired. I got to be up at yeah. seven. <laughs> wasted my time
3: no excuse uh, yeah didn't even uh, yeah and then the wank that you have is like the shamiest wank. Oh, you know like it's just yeah. the worst like where you're like oh, oh i came clear again. history <laughs> Close the
2: laptop oh, i know and even yes yeah, even the orgasm's like oh yeah. no, come yeah. on man
3: yeah it's really? like quick and fast and then you're like mm. no one look at me <laughs> it's the worst
2: I'm done. I'm done I need to do this again yeah
3: Yeah. yeah. I guess I got that over with
2: <laughs> yeah fast forward 12 hours I'm like this again come on man <laughs> fuck's sake but I, I admire like Jade will say like she'll, she'll it'll be like she's like I haven't come in ages I'm like how have you not she's like I just don't think about it I've been busy and I'm like Whoa.
3: yeah it is <sighs> a thing yeah it is a thing where it's like there are times when you just don't think about it you're busy and it's not and, you know, I, I like I think that there's the chemical biology, like the chemistry. And then there's the biology of like if I had to hold my dick every day or look at it to like pee and do stuff, I would probably think about it more. But because mm. everything's like tucked away, I'm just kind of like, oh, yeah, I've been busy. I don't know. I mean, it's not giving me <laughs> any problems, so it's fine until yeah. suddenly like then I'm thinking about it a lot more, you know, mm. and it really for me usually coincides with like you know, hormonal things, but you know, yeah. yeah, just don't, don't even think about it, which no. I know is weird.
2: But it seems to be, or We Jade and I talked about this earlier about it seems to be all, cause men, we are, when, as soon as those testosterone, as soon as the testosterone go, gets out of control and the hormones are kicking in or whatever else is happening and all the chemicals yeah. are raging inside of us, it seems to be that all the decisions men make are w- geared towards somehow Getting sex somewhere, having yes. sex somewhere, something sexual. Even in, even like the most successful men in the world, are like, oh yeah, and then I'll get this, I'll be so successful, and then all the women will come, and then I'll be able to have all the sex, yeah. and it that yeah. just seems and to be on what- every level.
3: It's so funny to me because like while guys are in that pursuit, like literally everything else comes second, like including logic or like any sense at all. And then immediately after they're like, oh, i got to be at work in five hours. Like just the like the, the like I've been proposed to on multiple occasions while a guy's been trying to, you know, and I'm just like, what are you? doing and then later it's just like uh i can't get a return text like you know
2: but, <laughs> you know it's true the, when you're the difference when that's before man, and after <laughs> honestly when we are when men are in the zone we, there's it's no there's hilarious. no talking you down and no. i've been i've been giving this i've been saying all manner of stuff to go yeah, a guy say, gave me yeah. his
3: car he was just like no you take it i because he was super drunk he's like i don't even need it take it i don't even care whatever i'm gonna i'm gonna see you tomorrow anyway we're gonna get married gave me his fucking car (laughs) looking at this fool in the rearview mirror like did he just give me his car as i'm driving myself back to where i stay like just crazy shit and then the next day i wake up to like 25 missed calls oh, yeah. as he woke up and was like, uh, to call me back. Where's my car? And I was like, yeah, dipshit. I drove myself home <laughs> after we hung out, you know, your car's in the parking lot. Cause you're a stupid. fucking idiot. We're not getting married. And yeah. When do you want to come pick it up? Yeah. Like
2: <laughs> it's true. It's true. It is. I remember so I read, some, I can't remember who said it, but they said when their sex drive, uh, sort of wore off a bit, they it was like being unchained from a madman.
0: Yeah, just I uh, bet.
2: it's just and it is. It's I, I've definitely been guilty of it when I was younger. That uh, uh, an attractive woman being amongst everybody, and you're trying to make. I didn't. Even, it's not till later on. I'm like, oh shit. Yeah, I was doing that. There was a girl that was with us. She's like, all you did all night." Was like trying to put yourself in her vision. In her eye line, so she could notice you. I'm like, no, nah, I never, no, nah, I never said, like, You did, you fucking idiot. It's like, right?
3: I've got the CCTV footage. Yeah. Do you want me to roll it back? There you go,
2: you <laughs> fucking peacock. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> Look at your peacock.
2: state of you. You might as well have your dick in your hand, you fucking animal. <laughs> and oh it, yeah, my God. but I still get blown away by the people that still, like, I see this all the time, you know, the sliding into DMs and, and sit yeah. asking for pictures of feet and 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 I'm like, <laughs> and it's relentless. It's relentless. Yeah, and you're
3: just like, what are you doing? I guess that are my only sort of way of even, like, I can understand that from a distance only, I think, because of, like, the thing that can frequently happen to us in the lead up to bleeding of just being like, you know, like when you're having all of these very real and founded feelings about things that like definitely are like, I'm very upset about that and I'm very sad mm. or I'm very angry. And then like, then you bleed and you go like, oh, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> you kind of go like, oh, yeah, I guess like, I guess hormones were playing a part in that. Like, yeah. yeah, I probably would have that same reaction to that thing, but not to the extent that that no. reaction was overpowering or all consuming or whatever. And then you go like, yeah, hormones are a hell of a drug, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and
2: that's what needs. <laughs> this is all the things that need to be talked about more. The fact that rather than teaching us out, like Jade using an example of, you know, she doesn't know how to pay her taxes, but she knew how to grow cress out of cotton wool. You know, there's this mad Whoa. shit that yeah, that weird <laughs> English thing that they teach us when we were kids, and that. We're going to teach you all you what? need to know about Hitler. Yeah, you want to you, grow crests. You're like, <laughs> yeah. go to the Tesco across the street. What are you, what are you talking ah, about? <laughs> this is this is it. So they were teaching us all this, it, just this bollocks. There's a lot of old shit, but they don't yeah. really teach you how to deal with the, the the like you said the chemistry set that is going off inside you on a daily basis. Yeah, you know, or just to but, be
3: a awa- like awareness usually is the beginning of any kind of change. Just to go like. This also happens. And like to be aware of something without being ashamed of it, like it's hugely powerful to be like, yes, I like having this testosterone means I feel like I'm chained to a madman. And every Mm. time like I see a girl I fancy, I just feel like consumed by a desire to do something because it's like you're not not an animal. You know, Not- like we are all animals.
0: So yeah. yeah, yeah. Like
3: there's, that's going to happen. But just yes. being able to go like, that is happening. Like mm. you, it's a kind of thing that, like, um, if you ever do any sort of like, you know, I definitely uh, had a lovely experience with hallucinogens in college. Like it was like a beetle for a semester uh, with a group of <laughs> my friends. But like one of those things that like people were like, oh, you had a bad trip. And you're like, okay, yeah, sure. But like the thing that always rescues you from that is the awareness of like, This is a drug. It will wear off. Right. So all I need to do is be present here. Try to take care of myself. Be mindful. Survive. Right. Yeah. Same with chemicals. Right. Same with the, the, the sort of hormones like, you know, this is a drug. It will wear off. I I, as long as I don't make any very stupid, like drastic, illogical decisions, you know, I can just wait for it to pass or try to enjoy it or, you know, do something with it. But like, you know, there's still some part of your right mind that can your consciousness or whatever that can step outside and go like, this is a thing that's happening to me right now. And I can at least understand that and apply that perspective to what I do next, as opposed to being
2: like, this is everything (laughs) and this is (laughs) the Found and one and only true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, if we have sex, it'd be the most sex anyone's ever had. It'd be like, This is really? it. This is it. This is it. Really? Yeah, you're yeah, sure yeah.
3: you're not going to come in five minutes because the buildup has been so huge? Sure about
2: that. <laughs> and then you're going to go, Whoa, oh, where's my car? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I, don't know.
3: I just like Whoa, where's my car? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's all men. That's fucking yeah. all of us. I'm not even, I'm not even, I'm. So I'm telling you, all the men listening to this, it's you, it's me, it's all of us. And that's how we get to the bottom of this. That's how we sort this shit out. It's admitting, yeah. admitting it, man. Admitting what you're capable of and and dealing with it.
3: Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, and just, I, I mean, and also just like taking that, it really is just seconds to like stop in that moment, you know, where everything is crazy, just to stop and go, like, what is this? Like, you know, it doesn't mean you have to stop doing what you're doing. Maybe you will, maybe you won't. But just to, like, stop in that moment and kind of check in, be actually be present because half the time you go, like, oh, yeah, that's not a thing I want to be involved in. Exactly. (laughs) Before you let yourself get carried away, you know?
2: Yeah, exactly. Knowing that, well, mind you, the people that we're hearing about in our industry just don't, they just thought they would get away with it. You know they yeah just,
3: I mean and and yeah. every time that they did it made them think they could get away with more,
2: yeah right? yeah yeah yeah, well at least we I'm glad we we are making the changes, I mean, it's late, but the you know yeah. the next generation of people will benefit from these changes, you know, at least we're yes, making that start, I guess so
3: let's hope you know i mean those changes like it definitely has to work its way up because there's definitely people with a lot more power who need to kind of like be exposed for what that hell
2: absolutely but like
3: you know that yeah that yeah that it that we catch it a little bit earlier next time before Mm. people are you know and a little bit earlier the time after that because like you know i think that It's weird because change is both like, you know, tectonic shifts and then like, you know, these slow gradations, you know, it's like the iceberg melts like, you know, like a little by little and then breaks all at once at the same time, you know? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. yeah.
2: As long as we just, as long as we keep trying. I think that's the. Yeah. You're absolutely right. As long as you don't stop
3: trying. Yes. Like that's. Yeah. Because otherwise, why the fuck are you still here on the planet?
2: Exactly. Exactly. Like
3: like you got to a place, you're like, yeah, I'm good. This is this is it. This is all that ever happens. Like, do- okay, well then leave. You know what I mean? Like, yeah,
2: yeah. Bye. <laughs> everything on this world is
3: about like, yeah, like change, development, growth. If you're done, then peace. Yeah. You know.
2: I've said this before, and that's where. And people seem to think because they always think there's a destination. They're like, oh, if I do good things, I'll end up with this good stuff. You're like, no. You just yeah. do your best you can in your life, and then one day you're not here anymore. But what yeah. will happen is people that were around you would have learned something from you maybe, like your kids or something, and then they carry that on to the next generation yeah, exactly you know that? and that's, that's how the change yeah.
3: happens and i yeah i mean also they believe that because someone wanted them to believe that because that's how we all are brainwashed and mind controlled in our education do you know what i mean like yeah, yeah, we're yeah. taught to think about things in a certain way because it serves uh like a greater purpose for like those five rich pedophiles to like ultimately extract what they want out of all of us right yeah. you know they don't want us to know that we have like a history and self-respect and connectedness and that you know like it's not about like you're going to raise yourself out of this if you do good things it's like you know they don't want you to be like hey the system's rigged and here's all the history of how it's been rigged for all these different people and it's all pretty much the same schematics go you know what i mean (laughs) yeah
2: yeah they don't want you you to look at the old man behind the curtain that's yeah yeah
3: I, yeah, literally, because he's the old man, and he's brought a kid behind the curtain with.
2: And him he's messed like, up. Yeah, come on. <laughs> oh, uh, this is this has been amazing, Desiree. Thank yeah, you so thank much you. for coming I, on. You're
3: amazing to speak to. I could talk to you all day, yeah. but I won't oh, because yeah. you got a life. Um, no. <laughs> thank you for having me, though.
1: This was really wonderful. Produced by Paul Daniels at PaulDaniels.tv. I'm Amy. I'm Louise. Join us for your next episode. And today, uh, personally, I'm completely overexcited to be in the home of Arabella Weir. My
0: mother, on her deathbed, literally goes, Have you any idea how fattening mayonnaise is? <laughs> God. And I went, Mum, you're dying. And she went, Yes, but you're eating mayonnaise. <laughs> And I went, well, we both know which you think is worse.
1: We're at the news building, home of The Times and The Sunday Times, to interview Lorraine Candy. She just
0: looked at me, my eldest, and said,
1: what would you know about fashion? Oh, (laughs) Oh, my God literally my job for the last 30 years. Oh, wow. <laughs> of Join us for your next episode. Buy your favorite podcast app. Thank you along. for contributing to the conversation oh, as well, because yeah. your podcast is, is great, and it's, I listen to it on Thank the way you. to work.
0: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Gigi Palmer.